I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to Two in the Think Tank, the show where we try and come up with... Five, Five sketch, sketch ideas. ideas. I'm Andy. And I am Alistair George William Tromley Virtual. Thanks for coming on board. Our friendship. Yes. He's ocean liner of love. Our jet, our, our jet, <laughs> jet ski, ski masturbation. Of lust. <laughs> of jet ski. <laughs> I'm sorry, Alistair. That's fine, Andy. Uh, I like that you've turned into the dirty one. I have. I've very much become the dirty boy on the podcast. The dirty boy. <laughs> oh, and that's the dirtiest thing. I think being a dirty man is less dirty than being a dirty boy. Yeah, I think it's true. I mean, I think, I think you know, a manhood, over time, you expect a certain amount of dirt to accumulate to anything. Of course, yeah. You know, it, it doesn't even require any effort. And you would, you could. It's ex- entropy, and you could expect also just filth to be, you know, for there to be a, a, accumulated on old people due to just their lack of access to uh, ways of sort of releasing that filth. If we're talking metaphorically, uh, we are. Yeah, and uh, assume you're talking about a metaphor for baths. Baths, yeah, that's right. It's very difficult for old people because of their ill physical health. Yes. Uh, to get in and out of to, baths. And that's why uh, kind men who work as in nurses... In and out. In and uh, out in of and baths. out, yeah, of course. Because, you know, you can get into a bath and sure, you'll be clean for a while. Yeah. But if you can't get out, that water will turn stagnant. Yeah, that's right. And, and begin to fester. And so within within one to two months... <laughs> one to two months, that bath... You will Diminishing be, returns as well. <laughs> you will start to accumulate filth once again. <laughs> and, <laughs> Um, that's why you need a person who lives next door who, but look, I think there is a sketch, (laughs) sketch in that. It's someone who, who believes that the longest you stay in the bath, the the cleaner you will become and they, they run up against the sort of the natural limit of that. Or are they trying to warn people about the, the risks of, you know, prolonged exposure to baths? Yeah, it's a strange one, isn't it? it could could it be? It a... is a strange one. It's a curly little one, that <laughs> one, isn't it? Well, because I mean, it could be a um, a public service s- service announcement. announcement. PSA. Yeah. Uh, always bathe. <laughs> Important. Don't stay in the bath for too long. Staying in for over a month or two. <laughs> can result in fungi uh, multiplying. Yes. Warm water, as your body will keep it, uh, is a perfect place for uh, lichen, fungi, bacteria, algae, algae, blue green. That is one of the old. I don't know why they're going to put this in there, but that's one of the oldest uh, creatures that have organisms. Uh, organisms Absolutely. on this planet. It is. 
Also, don't take a bath that's too short because it does take some time uh, when you go in for the water to... Realise that you're there. <laughs> and <laughs> Notice to, and do anything. And to break through these sort of eddy currents that are, you know, uh, just sort of t- swirling around your mm-hmm, skin. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so there, there are, yeah. Do you think also, like, and then in the very long term, you run the risk of evolving into a whale? That um, is over the soup. That is, but that's more of a risk to your whole family, right? Generations. Yeah, that's a, that's a. In a way, uh, the 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 whales that chose to move into the ocean, yeah. live in the ocean, were engaged in a form of intergenerational theft, in which uh, their mm-hmm. thoughtlessness, yeah, much like the baby boomers with their negatively geared investment properties. The thoughtlessness of the whales stole the p- possibility of having legs from their <laughs> from the, the, from future generations. Absolutely. Well, I mean, sometimes you could say. I mean, you could be victim blaming there that it's their weak legs that led them to making that decision, to moving into the ocean. Yeah, thinking, you know, oh, got to get a load off this kind of huge blubberous body that that was very long. Like, do you think when, when like, the, the, the precursor to the whale, did it have four legs that went down like that? <laughs> like, they went, they pointed down like a dog. Yeah. Like that, right? Yep. That's the traditional direction for legs to point. Yeah. <laughs> like a dog or, indeed, any animal. Well, Legs you know, that go up, dare I say, are almost not legs at all. Well... Yeah, but there's that, there's that, you know, that wheel with the with the kicking boots that you that sort of <laughs> wheel with the kicking boots. You know, it's just basically a wheel, but then on at at the end of it's kind of like think of your 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 traditional pirate steering wheel, pirate ship it. steering wheel. But think of you know those spokes that are sticking out instead yep. of just a spoke. You put sort of a like a, a fake foot in there and then a boot. Boot. You don't just hang a boot on it because uh, when it goes upside down, the the boot will just slide will fall off. off. Yeah. No. It's a it's a a, a a rookie era. Is is the pirate ship steering wheel? Uh, I guess what you would call a creature, uh, and and you know was it a logical place? To, you know thing to talk about here uh, when talking about the, the whales and things like that. And legs. Maybe maybe not. Only time will tell. We'll leave that to history to decide. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what is life? You know. <laughs> I mean, it's moving. Yeah. It almost seems that it's, it's, it seems to be, uh, it seems to have a, some kind of vindictive thing towards people that are standing near it. Life. Uh, and, well, uh, <laughs> life and, that's what I'm saying. There's a parallel between life yeah. and this wheel. Yeah. With and the sometimes boots. life feels like a big old wheel, you know, just keeps on turning. Yeah, keeps Proud on, Mary keeps on burning. Keeps on burning, which always made me worried about this ship. Yeah. You know, you wouldn't think it, but fire is actually a really big risk on boats. On on ships. On ships. Well, if boats. it keeps burning, then it means that either they have so much fuel that they <laughs> the can... The ship is so large. Yeah, it's so large that it, it is almost having no effect. Yes. Right? Or... They have the fire under control. They don't want to put it out. Yeah. But they've confined it to a corner of the ship. Maybe they've even put it to use. Heating yeah. a boiler. Or... Maybe what happened is some guy who was perusing the internet yes. somehow came across one of these uh, free energy websites that talk about different ways that they've figured out that they yep. can find get free energy in a kind of like a... It's always an Israeli engineer. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, and 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 it, what, I, th- I remember reading about one that it would, like involved hitting a brown something. Like it was like a like like a like a brown waveform or like a anyway. Brown. I don't think brown. I don't think there is a brown waveform. I don't think brown is a color of light. <laughs> there's no. <laughs> you think there's no brown light. There's no brown in the, that's why you in never the see, rainbow. That's why you never see brown cellophane. <laughs> you never see it. Is there no brown in the rainbow? Well, I don't think so. Where's brown? <laughs> brown is a mixture of different wavelengths of light. But yeah, but so is every other... No, no, no. Different colours are pure wavelengths, aren't they? Well, I don't know. It feels that's, what like... the spe- that's what a spectrum is. It's all the different pure colours. So wait, some colours are just not on the spectrum because they've been mixed in. Yeah, or I think our eye interprets a combination of certain colours... As brown, but you could split brown. You could split that brown beam of light that your eye thinks is brown into its component colors. There's no way that I could split brown. (laughs) (laughs) I do not have at hand the capabilities. You just need a prism. A man. Prism break. Okay, it's a new TV show in which... (laughs) Two guys. One guy imprisons himself. (laughs) Yep. Uh, Wait, and then he... Okay, it's prison break, in which people have a little break going to prison. It's a break in prison. It's just a little twist on the old favourite. You know no. that Andy, current topical reference, uh, prison, prison break? Prison break. Andy, I feel like this is exactly the kind of thing you don't want to talk about. Now, <laughs> these kind of word things. This is what you told me. You said you listen to old episodes and we don't do as many word things anymore. Yeah, and, and I love it. And you loved it. But I really felt that like I was onto something with prison break. No, look, I love it. <laughs> But you don't. This is not what you want. <laughs> it's not what I want. Thank you, Alistair. Yeah. Thanks for protecting me from myself. No problem. Um, now, we have to go back. Way back. Way back. Okay. So, spending too long in the bath. Spending too long in the bath. Are there... Should, do you think that would be the only thing? Well, uh, well, I, th- I think both the, the risk of dirt and then the risk of evolving into a marine creature. Of course, yeah. Over generations. Yeah. Both of these things, are, I think... You know, also, uh, people are encouraging us to take shorter showers, mm. right? Um, so could we tie it in with something to do with that? Like, you know, you shorter showers because of uh, water restrictions. Yeah. But then you know, people take might think w- they can get baths. it. They can, yeah, they, it's in, people think they can get around that by having a bath, mm. you know, where there is no time limit on a bath. There's no upper, upper limit, right? But if you're... Uh... <laughs> I've lost my train of thought. <laughs> Because you went, oh no, he's writing. He's writing down the idea. <laughs> no, I, I I started thinking, trying to remember if I'd ever been caught in the plug hole. You know, when you pull the plug out and it sucks down. Yeah. But I don't think it's, is it possible to get caught in the plug hole? I saw on the news a little girl got her two fingers stuck in the actual holes of the plug hole. Right, but not because of the force of suction, just mm. because of being a silly little girl with she, pokey fingers. Yeah, I think her fingers were, she had chubby fingers and... But there's also a movie, and I can't remember what the movie is, but where some uncle is sitting in a bath, and then he's like, he's saying something to a kid, and he's like, hey, kid, you want to reach into the water? Like this. And then the kid does reach into the water, but he pulls out the plug, and I think the uncle's, well, I guess the, what, this is what they, they play out in the film, the <laughs> uncle's balls get stuck in the plug owl. And, and then they, and, and maybe they got also sucked into the, parts like oh wow but i mean i don't see that happening i mean i don't i don't know enough about the 
you know about sort of testicle plug hole physics. Yeah. I, was, I was I was I was going to say uh, water hydrodynamics, but you're right. We also need to know about testicle dynamics, Di- mechanics. As well. <laughs> yeah, and testicle then the interactions mechanics. of the two of hydro. I mean, it's sort of a crossover. Yeah, degree. Would, yeah. Anyway, um, too I'm, long in the bath. Too long Public in the service bath. announcement. Yeah. Uh, you know, people have been taking longer baths, and there's, they're, they're not without risks. Yeah. Alistair. Absolutely. They are with risks. For some reason, they put... Heavy over, with risk. Heavy with risk. Great. Um, along that way, and, now, and then between there and when we, we went backwards, did we also come up with something else? Um, well, we were talking about whales for a time, yeah. an intergenerational theft. Yeah, that's right. Um well, also, I was thinking about that family because it's a strange, it's a strange thing to to f- feel ang- like like to, to to put it out as a risk, like it's a risk that your family may turn into whales. Yes, right. But in a way, the fact that there are whales now in your bath is is a story of survival. Uh, you know, is that although you just you, you know you made a decision, your family still exists. They, Rather than having all perished in the bath, <laughs> they've managed to find a way to adapt. survive and yep. adapt. So yep. you know, so you know, maybe to to from from our sort of you know ignorant human points of view, it right. seems like it's a bad thing that you're a lesser form. But in many ways, you're a much you're a greater form for the environment that you're currently. In. Yeah, yeah, you've adapted to an ecosystem, and that's yeah. all fitness is. It's fit, you know, survival of the fittest. But that's for a particular environmental circumstance. Mm. But imagine, you know, well, not don't imagine. I was just going to say, it's weird that you're talking about, you know, being more fit for this environment when you're now a whale uh, <laughs> trying to fit in a bath. I, I think whales are still fit. No. In a way. I don't They're think there's well much. fit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um. I, I think there is something in... Could Could somebody... Could somebody hate their... Still, could, could someone hate future generations enough that they decide that they are going to become a sea creature as a sort of a slap in the face to generations thousands of years down the line? Like, you know, do you think mm. you could do that sort of thing out of spite? Say, oh, I'm no longer going to use my legs. I'm going to evolve into a, you know, a, a, mm. a blobby marine animal. Well, you might be able to do it as uh, an environmental stance. So let's say you go, go I, I want to I save the oceans. It seems like oceans are fair game for polluting and fucking up and things like yep. that. Yep. And the reason why they're fair game is because no humans live in right. them. Right. Absolutely. And so you could make a decision. Because we never pollute the land where humans live. Well, not the ones that they own. <laughs> that, like That's true. So... I think the problem is that there's no real estate. Yeah, is yeah. The real estate market. There's no real estate market out in the ocean. If we could, if you could, if you could monetize that shit, if you could sell that off to mm. the highest bidder, then people would have an incentive. Yeah. You know, you could buy, and and there's a lot of potential there because you can not only sell like surface area of the yeah. ocean, you can also sell like different depths. Depth. Yeah. You and know, then you later could, on, you, you could also do it with air. <laughs> Up in the, yeah, up in the sky, going you, up. You become an an aerial creature. But I was just thinking, maybe it's a guy who decides he, he's going to start the process of his uh, his line, his future line generation yep. being uh, becoming aquatic creatures. 
But he's going to do that by squatting in the ocean <laughs> until the law gives him the ocean. You know, like how there's <laughs> like squatter's law? Eminent domain or whatever. Is that yeah. eminent domain? Or, yeah, just vacant possession, kind of. You just... Yeah. Now, when you said squatting, I pictured him actually squatting, but he's not, is he? He is... He, He's he's being a squatter. Well, he's being a squatter. He's he's probably treading water. <laughs> I imagine for some reason he's in deep enough ocean that he's. Uh... I think for that um, law to come into effect, um, yeah. you have to maintain. You have to show that you have maintained at your own expense that yeah, section of water. Uh, okay, that's. I think that's doable still. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's underwater cameras these days. Um, he. <laughs> But basically, look, I don't know how we're going to show that yet. I don't know the details. But I think what he's going to do is that he has to stay there for like roughly 15 years or something, yeah. whatever the yeah. law is. Yeah. And then, he and then just... now he, he, he owns the ocean. Yeah. Or, you know, or the Australian waters. Cause I, think that, I think that's good. Do you think that's a sketch? Yeah, I think there's a sketch in a guy who is trying to claim, I want to say eminent domain because it feels like a good expression, but I'm pretty sure that's not it. I think that might be a thing that the Queen has or something like that. Yeah, that that he that he wants to take it over. I, I I still would like to prosecute the case for somebody who's decided to evolve in a really bad direction. Yeah. Um, and I wonder if there's like something we can do about like, you know, kids these days, they've got it too good. You know, they've got so much. You know, they've they've got iPhones and they they, mm. they expect everything. They feel entitled to all sorts of stuff. Well, and I'm sick of the, that trend, the yeah. way that is going. I'm going to put a stop to it, and I'm going to evolve. I'm going to, we're going to sort. I'm going to divert the human race. So by, my kids, by removing have... our eyes, by living underground. Yes. So become like one of those kind of naked mole rats. Yeah. Or like one of those moles that has that weird flower star nose, nose yeah. mole. Oh, it's the most confronting thing I could. Yeah. 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 So, really so maybe he, there's just a man living under a porch, trying to right. evolve in the wrong direction. And do you think it's part of the same sketches or people? <laughs> it's sort of like a. It's like one of those kind of Discovery Channel series about like. Re, it's like a. Re, it's like you know. It's borderline right. reality TV, but it's also people who make weird decisions well, with their lives and. <laughs> I just love that because I don't think that show's been done. People who make weird decisions. Because it's always like, I've got an addiction, right? I've got a medical problem. There's always like some kind of reason. But these are just like people who make weird decisions. It's just consistently, this guy can't seem to get it right. Can't seem to make a normal, sensible decision. Here, we, what we've done is we've offered him, what would you like? A fork or a spoon? Ah, uh, have you got a spatula? <laughs> what a weirdo. Weird decision. <laughs> Here are his top ten weird decisions. So, but these are people who've decided to evolve. Uh, I, I like the show, just weird decisions. I've, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm almost taking this in a totally different direction, Alistair. You've captivated me yeah. with this tale. I'm not sure about the fork spoon scenario <laughs> do you think it's too simple do you think it needs what kind of what kind of scenarios is he encountering uh somebody says g'day mate 
can I take your order? Yeah, <laughs> and he, yeah oh, that, that that kind of thing. But or, you know, maybe like opening a door with his elbow. Okay, um, right. yeah, right. <laughs> That's good. What about the guy who orders only side dishes? Having an ice cream, but just buying the cone. I mean, you're, that's pretty much the same as your side dish one. That's true. I guess yeah. the I guess the cone is kind of the side dish yeah. to the main meal, which is the ice cream scoop. <laughs> Can I get a cone on the side? <laughs> <laughs> Just give me the scoop in the hand, cone in the side. Um, the scoop in the hand. That is the perfect. That is the perfect example of a weird decision this guy would make. And then the cone in the hand. He can have the cone in the hand. And he puts the cone in his pocket. And then later in the day, we see that it's gone all crunched. And he's reaching in for his keys, and there's just all, like, crunchy bits of goes, oh, wafer. What's, what's this? Oh. And then he kind of just shifts it to his other pocket. <laughs> Another weird decision. Exactly. Look, I, I'm i into it. I right. think I think I think an idea like this really needs to be, you know, fleshed out a lot. I don't know who has the time. I mean, right now, I don't. I don't have. I don't have time to go around putting flesh on bones. Do you think maybe we could do this? We could. This could be a thing that we do when we have our own whole channel. That one there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know if it's a a basis for a whole channel, but all right. No, what I mean, like. Because like, well, yeah, in last in the last episode <laughs> of the podcast, Alistair, I was. I, 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 are you doing this deliberately to wind me up? Because I was definitely having a go at you last time for trying to get away with bad ideas by saying that's more of a, t- a whole TV show or a short movie. Yeah. But to now say that this is a whole channel, <laughs> like the flimsier the idea, the more you seem to want to do with it. I guess it's like. You're looking at an empty plot of land and you're yeah. saying, imagine what we could build on this plot of land instead of seeing a house and saying, I guess we could renovate the bathroom. I mean, you're a fabulist. Yeah. I, I think maybe I, I see it as more like if all we had A series to... of channels. Maybe a network. <laughs> well, no, we're, we're not going crazy here. It's an it's, entire medium. We're only two people here, Andy. But I was thinking if, if at some point we're making so many shows that we need to fill a whole channel... <laughs> This would be a perfect show to make. <laughs> it's good to plan. It's good to it's good to have room to grow. Yeah. And that is what we have. We've got a lot of room. Mm. Yeah. Um the sky's it is it the is the limit. The sky well the channel sky. I wasn't trying to do that. Was that? No, Andy, you were going back into I definitely play. was not. I was not punning. And eh? I was not doing a pun. That's okay. Um Look, I I like it in a weird way, but I I still I think I still like it. I think I have reservations. What are your reservations? I just want to see it in action. I guess, I guess maybe I want to make it, and then not feel a hundred percent responsible for it <laughs> once it's made. If I don't like it, yeah, like kids, kids. You know, well, I mean, you're you're not a hundred percent responsible for them, are you? I mean, to a certain extent, but then they no, become their own I thing. I mean, you're responsible for them existing. Yeah. But you're not responsible for what they become because you're not in control of the DNA. Because that would be crazy. That would be great, though, if at the beginning you got to build your character 
like you do at the beginning of a sort of medieval RPG. Yeah, yeah, and select their different skills. Yeah, well, well you got to keep rolling until the you know you get a few more <laughs> extra points there, and so you could give. Would you give your kid high dexterity or high strength? I love dexterity. I love the word dexterity. Then yeah. they could be a surgeon. Yeah, or a or a thief. Ooh, a pickpocket. Yeah, yeah pickpocket. Um, I... could wait. Oh, it slipped away. Reel it back in. Something. Oh, okay. With DNA. Yeah. Right. Sorry, you were talking about DNA, and you know they use DNA to identify criminals from crime scenes, mm. right? But do you think that they could use that same DNA and look at the DNA and be like, oh, this is just bad DNA from his dad. That's the real criminal, his dad, <laughs> for giving him this bad DNA. Who, we can't, we, you know. Yeah, look, I think that... No, people, people are acquitted on the basis of DNA, but, but it's usually but not, because they found that it but wasn't not by the DNA, quality but not of the, the quality. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Yeah. Exactly. I yeah, think yeah, if we yeah. look a little closer, we say, look at this. I think the only reason why it hasn't happened is because we, we just don't know enough about DNA that we can really have the confidence to look at it and go, good DNA, bad DNA. So it's kind of like, you know, if you don't know much about indie rock, you don't know whether it's a good band or a bad band. Uh, yep, exactly. I think science is at a point where it's kind of like a guy who's only heard Radiohead. Yep. And he thinks it's good, but mostly because he's just heard other people say that it's good. Yep. And at the moment, all he can really say is, is this Radiohead or is this not Radiohead? Yeah. And at the moment, that's where science is at. They only know whether or not it's DNA. Yep. <laughs> 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 that would have been an interesting time. Like early on in the DNA forensic science sort of thing, <laughs> you could say, this is DNA. We've done tests that prove that this is DNA. We did a DNA. And I put it to you that the accused has, has DNA. DNA. <laughs> Case closed. Early, early. Yeah, that's fun. It's another weird legal uh, angle <laughs> sketch. I like the, it. the last episode oh, had, this is had about seventeen of those. <laughs> this would be good for our channel. Our, our, our one of our shows on our show, <laughs> our channel could be like weirdest legal defenses on the Discovery Channel. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I had another idea. Yep. Um, which was regarding designer babies. Oh yeah. Um, people think that it's wrong, right? Yes. Um, that's the consensus. Yeah, people are there's an outcry. But this is this is universal. A, this idea is a sketch about people who who are who are against it, and then a scientist is comes to them and says, "Now you're against designer bridges." They go, "Absolutely, yeah, no doubt about it." And they go, "Well, I want to tell you about this new advance that we have. Um, it's it is it's still." Di- designer babies well i'm against it well l- just listen to the rest but 
you do design your baby like you do at the beginning of an RPG. Yep. And I go, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I can like pick the color and, <laughs> you know, the, the height and the hair and, and stuff. Whether or not their ears are pointy. And... <laughs> oh. Oh. I guess I hadn't thought about it like it was yeah. the beginning of an RPG. Because <laughs> that's, that's the most fun bit of an it, RPG. It is. Do you get to see them running on the spot? <laughs> yes. Yes. <sighs> You've really I mean, that's a very this, convincing this is, case. Isn't it? This really changed, you know, this a uh, whole new angle. This is quite a, a difficult ethical dilemma for me. I mean, before I was just thinking about, you know, building an immunity for disease and that kind of thing, and I wasn't sure, but and really, when I... you put it to me that I'll be able to uh, select what sort of uh, hit points they have on their broadsword. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> Who am I to stand in the way of science? When I get to pick whether they're a, a human, an elf, <laughs> or an orc, and whether or not they have big boobs and a big metallic bra... <laughs> I mean, normally I would have said, don't play God. God don't play God. Don't play God. <laughs> But don't play God mode. But, I mean, surely telling people not to play God is, in a way, <laughs> playing God. And I would never do that, so... You've got yourself <laughs> a deal. You go... I don't know why... Oh, that's, look, Alistair, I really... Yeah? I really like that. I, 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 think, I think it can be as simple as that as well. It's like the interviewer going to someone and just saying, what if we could do it in this way? I think pretty much what just happened. You know, we're sort of both, you and I, are playing both the roles in the sketch and talking over a bit and not really distinguishing the voices when we're doing different characters. <laughs> Sometimes one has a Canadian accent yeah. and then an Australian accent. Yeah, exactly. They're both just riffing. <laughs> <laughs> They're just trying to figure out the funniest way that they could... Yeah, they repeat could... what the other person said, basically. <laughs> but with slightly, like, like emphasis on different bits to yeah, in an attempt yeah. to make it funnier. I mean, that's all creativity is, really. You know, it's repeating someone else said, but with a different emphasis. Can you pay, can you get copyright on an emphasis? You know, it's, it's people. Uh, there's you know been a lot of debate about uh, plagiarism, obviously, and uh, you know in political speeches and and in and in music, the famous Marvin Gaye blurred lines case. But also, what about emphasis? The third word in a sentence. <laughs> That's where I put mine. Look, Alison. <laughs> um, I look. It would be great for a guy to try to intonation. Yeah, to I mean, sarcasm. Sar what to 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 copyright sarcasm? Yeah, or some other. Maybe you could come up with a new kind of tone of voice. Do you think? I mean. Maybe Judith Lucy could do that because I think her her <laughs> tone of voice is... is yeah that's really tied up with her identity, isn't it? Like, yeah, that's quite identifiable with her. It's like the purple color with Cadbury, the sarcastic Absolutely. tone of voice. And if you're in comedy, for example, to talk like that would you know would be akin to stealing a trade you know yeah. copying a trademark, stealing yeah. a trademark. Tone thief. <laughs> uh. 
I don't even like that when that guy accused the other, the other guy of stealing his essence. <laughs> that's that the thing. In, that's the thing in stand up where I think apparently Dane Cook accused uh, another guy of stealing his essence. Wow. <laughs> It's amazing because you can steal someone's essence, but then they still have their essence, don't they? Well, it's like, it, it's so really you just kind of digitally pirated it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You ripped it. Uh, I only ripped your essence. Baby. <laughs> I think, look, we, we actually have five <laughs> we sketches. We technically have five sketches. But I don't know, I, like, I feel like we, we should I just get I tell you what we don't show. have is momentum. No, 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 <laughs> we've definitely come to a dead stop. And, but now we're treading water in an attempt to to pick it back up again. Um. All right. Momentum. What okay. do we got? Law of conservation of momentum. Uh, okay. Moments. Moments. moments what, could there point. be a law of conservation of something else? Right. Whenever two things collide, maybe the momentum's conserved, the energy's conserved, and also uh, the color of the shirt. That the oh, man in the uh, hat. So, like, was, when, when two people know. collide, like you know, in a in a romantic comedy, and all the books go everywhere. <laughs> yeah, that's that. Okay, not nothing to do with conservation of anything. Yeah, let's just come up with a sketch about people bumping into each other and dropping their books in romantic comedies. Okay. Okay. Could it be, um. Like, we only ever see that in a romantic context, you mm. know, the, the the bump and the book drop. Yeah. Right? But can can we... Could could there be... Like, like... Can we try and put that into some other kind of film, right? Like, could it be in, like, a war film? Like, a director who just really loves maybe that... That trope. That, that trope of the book, the bump and the book drop. Maybe it's somebody who's come from romantic comedies and is now directing their f- this. Okay, he's a f- old. He's a, he's a, done really well as a romantic comedy director. Yeah. Right. But uh, now he's directing this incredible war epic. Right. Great. So, <laughs> all I got so far is that like somebody's running. They're late for uh, a briefing, a war briefing. And they're running, and they're carrying all these rifles in their ar- in their arms, right? And they bump into someone, and the rifles go all over the ground. And then they fall in love. <laughs> and then, and then they're helping each other to pick up the rifles. But I don't want them to fall in love. I just want that scene. Well, you then know, maybe I, it I needs to these... be one army, right? Uh, is, runs into is another running... army. And they're all carrying. They're all carrying <laughs> books. books. <laughs> And then they start a war. That's how the war starts. <laughs> they fall into war with each other. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess if you're trying to do a different style, like if it's a horror movie, it's like a, a you know, big monsters running somewhere. Because <laughs> like, yes. you know, you never see them moving. And, and, like you only just see them appear suddenly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at some point, they like when they're behind the scenes, when they're not on camera, they've got to be running around to the get building to that really, point. To get to that point. And so they're running around, and then they. You know, it's just some other person, and they go. Ah, actually, now you're the person I want to kill. <laughs> I th- I think there's there's something in that. Yeah. Um. What other scenes are there? Like, there's always the scene where somebody's a bit frumpy, and they're wearing glasses, and then they, you know, and then it's time for some big date or some important night, and then they come out and they look really good. Yeah. Right. They're not wearing their glasses. Thank fuck. 
you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They've maybe taken that, their hair out. That thing that makes people look so ugly. Yeah, I know. It's gross. Yeah. Um, you know, so so maybe something like that. But again, like in a war context. <laughs> he didn't look very brave because yeah. he was... <laughs> He was wearing glasses. Yeah. But then, before the big war prom. <laughs> well, the big assault. You the know, big assault. Big assault. The yeah. night of the big push. I guess, you know, big assault is kind of like the prom. Of the In prom. a way. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people just sitting, waiting. Yep. On the sidelines. Never been kissed. Awkwardly hoping someone will point their gun at them, but they don't. <laughs> Nobody does, you know. Do you think? Do you think this is there? I I think that's there. I think. So yeah, okay. I think I could see it in in the idea of like you're just watching a, uh, yeah, a, a whole movie. It's going to be a whole movie. It'll be on our movie channel. Yes. Uh, no, but it's a, so you're just watching this. This director is a rom com director attempt a, a war epic. Yeah. And but, so then it will be cut up. It'll just be like a kind of like uh, a, a montage of scenes that are sort of rom-com scenes. Yeah. I mean, could it even be like from the director of yeah, Blah so, and so then it's, it's a, a trailer. trailer. Yeah. It's a trailer yeah. from the director of She's Not That Into You. Or she, yeah. She's, you yeah. Know, uh, That's great. And how then to we lose can make a up a whole lot days. of um, romantic comedy titles maybe. Like, like make those up. She's, so it's a fictional director. Yeah. She's into you, literally. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. I got I like this. Um, heart, heart to heart. To heart. Heart to heart. And it's heart spelled H-A-R-T to heart. And then H-E-A-R-T. Right, because somebody's name is Heart. And he's, he's a relationship counselor. Exactly. It has lots of deep and meaningful conversations. And there's another one called Hold Me Closer. And me is spelled M-I, and it's a girl whose name is me. Hold. One is called (laughs) uh, Meat and Bread, but it's... It's spelt M E E T, and then Anne. Anne A N N E. Yes, <laughs> and then bread B R E D. No, it's the bread. D B, which is decibel. Yep, and then red. Red. Yeah, and so it's somebody who owns a speaker company. Red. Yeah, meat and decibel. Decibel red. And her dad was a famous roadie. Um, <laughs> this is what you wanted, Andy. No, word jokes. No, but it's, it's it's not really word jokes, is it? That's a satire on romantic comedies. See, we're actually not doing puns. We're satirizing bad puns. So this is See? so this so is we've good. Found a socially access- acceptable context in which I can use my one skill, and I'm not even that good at it. I think that's good. I, I think you've done well, Andy. I'm proud of you. Thanks, bud. I think we should wrap up. I think we should too. Yeah. Uh, we've got six ideas. Oh, here. That's an episode. That is a whole episode. Uh, we've got bathing for too long. It's a PSA about bathing yep. for too long and, yep. the, and the risks, possibly also for bathing for too short a period of time. Uh, like like a guy who just ends up aquaplaning across the top of the bath. <laughs> that's a genuine risk. Yeah. Yeah. 
I think it's also possible to move through water so quickly that you cause it to heat up. Like of to, course. To, that that must be possible, right? Well, you know, it, it's it's just you know water. water friction. It's There'd be like some sort of friction. thick atmosphere. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I mean, you have to be real moving really fast for a bath depth to yeah to do it. But, sure. But who cares? But like you know, if if a meteorite struck a bath. What if it's Einstein's son and he's going the speed of light? There you go. Einstein's son is going the speed of light to take a bath. <laughs> As he went in, he burned <laughs> up. That's a weird decision. You're watching people who make, make weird, weird decisions. decisions on the Discovery Channel. On the ATB and Andy Matthews channel. It's really good when when I've had this cold and I've got I've got like an announcer's Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh then we got number two is man trying to claim uh eminent domain over the ocean by squatting in it. If uh, indeed eminent domain is the correct the term. term. Yeah. Whatever it is that it thing might mean you... something racist. Oh no. <laughs> is that your fear with all the holes in your knowledge? <laughs> Yeah. yeah. In a way, that's kind of the worst thing it could be, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, it could be an incantation that kills people sure. when they hear it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but if that incantation was also racist, that would be that worse would still, That would be worse. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, that'd be awful. What about a guy who comes up with an incantation that <laughs> kills people, <laughs> but then it's also racist? Mm. Look, to be honest, I reckon I could build a sketch around that. Alistair, I feel so keep it for keep right. it for the channel. Keep it for the channel. Um, so that was a guy who is also possibly deciding to evolve to make a decision that he's going to evolve. Um, he's changed the direction of evolution for his yeah. family, and that they're going to become... live under the porch until they become moles. Yeah, so moles or whales is the ocean one. Uh, yeah. is here because we didn't actually put the whales uh, really are the the moles of the ocean absolutely they, they're in there <laughs> <laughs> they're moving through it <laughs> Some, somehow moving through I, I think being a subterranean creature would be one of the worst things you could be uh, I, I I always picture gophers having a pretty good time and I remember like enjoying the Fantastic Mr. Fox book a lot like where they live in tunnels and uh Steal cider and turkey from yeah, people's the, basements. The constant <laughs> collapsing of dirt and, and yeah. risk of suffocation. They're still just mammals, right? But that's life. I mean, we probably have equivalent things up here on the surface. They don't, but we don't. We don't even think about it because it's just our life, you know. And they're like, "What about if you you guys could always constantly be getting hit by me- meteors?" <laughs> exactly. That never happened to us. That wouldn't happen to us down here in, uh, in the dirt. I wouldn't. I wouldn't live up there if you paid me. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> up there on the the meteor-strewn surface <laughs> of the earth. No uh, sir. Aren't you worried that people are always looking at you from a? Omni directions. They can see you from the side. I mean, what I like. No is one's ever seen me from the side. What I, <laughs> <laughs> what I like is just one path forward and one path backwards. One path backwards. Sometimes to collapse, I can't go backwards, but oh, that's okay. And sometimes you can't even turn around. <laughs> I mean, it's awful. And once you go down a path and you encounter somebody going the other way, that's when your life ends. Just facing another person. Anyway. I'm a subterranean creature radio program. Good night. 
It was good. Yeah. So then there's number three is the Weird Decisions reality TV show. Yeah. And it's just people who make weird decisions. It's a parody on uh, all the other reality shows that are based on things that are sort of not people's fault. And so yeah. you can k- laugh at them. Yes. Uh, but this... You know, it is their fault. And you probably still can laugh at them. You still can laugh at them. Maybe even more so. Yeah, because it's, it's their, their fault. fault. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, you can't laugh at people because things are not their fault. But these are weird enough things that, like, yeah, if you eat drywall, we can laugh at you. Yeah, and also they're on television. They can't hear us laughing at That's them. That's right. That's the beauty of television. Yeah. When I was a kid, I used to think that, some, you know, sometimes I used to think <laughs> that, that the newsreader, if I gave her the finger, which I would give him the finger a lot. <laughs> I was like, I reckon she can see it. Or him, you know. Yeah. Not just I wasn't just giving the finger to uh female news readers. News readers of the female sex. Uh number four is uh early DNA testing. Uh, uh you know, and, and you, DNA? Used it, you used it in a court case, they only knew whether or not it was DNA. <laughs> Your honor the the substance we found on the kitchen knife was DNA. <gasps> and what is Mr. Johnson the accused made of? Well, if you <laughs> see from our testing here, it says DNA. DNA. <laughs> <laughs> um, five is a person who's against designer babies. All they could prove when they could <laughs> test with DNA was they could... <laughs> the only people they could prove innocent of crimes were robots. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, that's good. I really like that. Well, After we DNA testing was developed, allowing them to prove that the substance on the knife was in fact DNA. DNA. And therefore... <laughs> this our... robot can... <laughs> yeah, can go free. He could not have been murdered by his dishwasher. And it kind of... Like a robot turning around and hugging its robot mom that's in the... <laughs> it's a robot lawyer. Yeah, it's... <laughs> Uh, like a, it could be a man lawyer as well. That's true. <laughs> I think a man. I think a in man this day and age, could, a man could, could be a lawyer. A robot. <laughs> Which is okay now. Um, so yeah, the person who's against designer babies uh, gets convinced by someone, a scientist, who tells them that what if you could create the designer babies through some RPG character design uh, thing? And they go, and they get convinced by that. I think that's great. Yeah, uh, that would probably convince me. Little boxes. Does it make a blooping noise when you move between the little boxes, selecting different people? Oh, the bloop, worst. The worst bloop, thing though bloop, would be bloop. making a designer baby, and it ends up looking exactly like somebody else's because you picked all the best things, and a lot of people think. I think that would happen a lot. Yeah, but that's why you you put. But in then heaps. there'd be people who find ways to use other things, like you know, sure, like. Wario or whatever, he can go fast maybe, but then uh, Luigi can go well round corners. So people will find ways to make these babies That's successful. True. Yeah, well, a lot like real life. That would be weird to make your baby more like Wario, make him really heavy <laughs> <laughs> and really bad at accelerating. <laughs> <laughs> but it's hard to knock him off a go kart. <laughs> you know. But you know, once he does pick <laughs> up, I can speed, see this paying off. Yeah, but once he picks up speed, he has a higher top speed than yeah. lighter people. That would be a benefit. 
So it takes a higher level of skill to to drive him, but um, to drive your son, this baby, this baby. Um, that, that, for some reason I find that funny. Um, and then uh, trail, then it's a trailer for a director's film, which is a war epic, but the director normally does rom coms from the director of yeah. How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days um, and Five Hundred Days of Summer, Holding Hands with Lisa, but hands is spelt. L uh, is spelled H-A-N-S, and Lisa is spelled L-E-A-S-E-R. Lisa. He's a real estate agent called Hans. Oh, Hans. Right, that's good. For some reason, I thought you said H-A-M-S. I probably did. Hams. Holding hams with Lisa. Yeah. All right, guys, that is... That is another episode of the podcast. That is another episode of the podcast. That is another episode of the podcast. Podcast. Pod, 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 podcast. Thank you very much for listening. If you like the show, please tweet about it, talk about it, rate it on iTunes. Tell your friends and all of your parents as well. Go and tell an old guy and then force him to listen and watch him while he does it. <laughs> Um, yeah, and then I'm Alistair TB on Twitter, Andy's Stupid Old Andy, and the tw- the Twitter is the at podcast Two is in Tank. At Two in Tank. At Two in Tank. At Two in Tank. And we're also on Facebook, and rate us on iTunes. Like, and it's like you know, a lot of people tell me to rate things on iTunes when I'm listening, and I don't do it that often, but occasionally I do, and boy, it makes me feel good, knowing that I've helped contribute to the distribution and the success of a podcast. I don't know. And the fact that it makes you feel good and you don't do it all the time is really healthy for you, Alistair. Because you know, if something makes you feel that good, mm. I mean, there's a, there's dangers to you. You know, I could be prone to addiction. You could you you could have an addictive personality and find yourself destroying your life through writing podcasts. But trust us, yeah. right? Just a little hit won't hurt. One right? little Just hit. Get a little the first one's free, guys. Oh, yeah. yeah. Thank you for listening. Love you. We love you. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.